When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mimics. Sliding your blade out of the last goblin that had been dwelling in this cave system, you spot a wooden chest on the far side of the cavern. Assuming that the chest holds the goblin's collection of treasure, you saunter over to grab it. As you lift open the lid, you feel some hard protrusions lining the interior of the lid, and suddenly the chest finishes opening on its own, revealing an extensive set of teeth, a massive tongue, and no treasure. Before you can react, the tongue lashes against you, and you struggle to break free as it pulls you towards the sharp mouthful of teeth. This is a mimic, one of the most iconic monsters in Dungeons and & Dragons, and easily one of its most unique and obnoxious as well. The concept of a monster masquerading as a normal object has extended past D&D, notably appearing in a wide variety of video games from the Dragon Quest series to the Dark Souls series to the video game Prey. We'll be specifically looking at the mimic in D&D as well as some of its more interesting variants. The mimic was first introduced in the Monster Manual for Advanced Dungeons & Dragons 1st Edition in 1977, describing them as subterranean creatures that can perfectly mimic stone or wood and generally pose as stonework, doors, chests, or any other similar items. It also mentions that there are two breeds, one which is more feral, that attacks anything nearby, and one that is more intelligent, is friendly if offered food, and can even speak common and their own mimic language. The mimic returns in the second volume of the Monstrous Compendium for 2nd edition AD&D, and then would make an appearance in the first Monster Manual for 3rd and 3.5 edition. Curiously, the 4th edition would wait for the 3rd Monster Manual before introducing Mimics, but they would appear in the regular Monster Manual for 5th edition. Different variants of Mimics would appear in various supplements over the years, and the 75th issue of Dragon Magazine would feature an article titled The Ecology of the Mimic, which I'll be drawing some details from. While the common image of a mimic is that of a living chest, this isn't of course their natural form. A mimic's body is naturally grey in hue, with a smooth, very hard outer skin giving it a stone-like appearance by default. A mimic's body holds a number of large muscular organs filled with a brownish liquid, and when these organs are contracted, the liquid rushes into capillaries just beneath the surface of their skin creating a wood-like appearance instead. Their body itself is amorphous, which allows them to twist and contort themselves into a wide variety of shapes, and when combined with the shifting nature of their skin, lets a mimic masquerade as practically any object of wood or stone. A mimic senses through a number of highly sensitive spots covering their skin, allowing them to sense heat, light, and vibration. Sunlight can easily overwhelm a mimic's senses, leading them to stay in subterranean or otherwise perpetually dark locations. 
There are tales of some mimics lying in wait outside and attacking victims at night, such as one mimic that spent two winters masquerading as a statue in the center of a busy city square, feeding on homeless at night. A mimic moves through the use of pseudopods, which exude a highly sticky substance, which it can unstick from at any time, letting a mimic travel on walls and ceilings as easily as floors. This lets clever mimics masquerade as rock walls or overhanging arches. A mimic survives then by moving in search of regular food sources, twisting their bodies into a shape that wouldn't look out of place in the environment, and waiting to ambush an unsuspecting victim. The principal means by which they trap a victim is through the same glue-like substance that they use to travel, which can easily hold all but the strongest of targets. Once held, a mimic will kill their victim either through biting attacks with their fearsome teeth or through repeated blunt damage from their lashing pseudopods. A patient and clever mimic can easily wipe out an entire group of humanoids, monsters, or animals if given enough time. Mimics are also occasionally specifically placed in a dungeon or wizard's tower to take out intruders. A normal mimic can appear as anything from a treasure chest, to a wooden door, to a piece of art hanging on the wall, to a statue, to a small outhouse. Things get really tricky though when considering the different types of mimic variants, as well as similar creatures that can change their shape. A basic variant is the metal mimic, which can imitate metal as well as wood and stone, twisting their pseudopods into rare looking weapons to lure in victims. A space mimic, appearing in the Spelljammer setting, can appear as a mass of inky blackness with twinkling lights resembling distant space, or as a piece of ship debris. Certain mimics grow far larger than normal, typically referred to as house hunters or greater mimics, and gain the ability to transform their bodies to appear as entire rooms or small buildings filled with furniture and decorations. This means that an entire room in a dungeon could in fact be a trap in disguise, and as unsuspecting adventurers step in, the greater mimic collapses its body inwards to trap and kill them. Some greater mimics even develop the capability of creating fake creatures inside of itself, speaking through their mouths. There's also said to be impersonator mimics that can devour an individual and absorb their memories and language, allowing them to shapeshift into the person's appearance. Similar creatures that appear to be harmless objects and turn out to be quite dangerous are the animated armor, the flying sword, the rug of smothering, ropers, dark mantles, gargoyles, horde scarabs, and bags of devouring. Animated armor, flying swords, and rugs of smothering are normal objects that have been magically enchanted to animate them, allowing them to remain indistinguishable from regular armor, weapons, and rugs if they stay motionless, but can easily ambush an opponent. Ropers and dark mantles are subterranean creatures that perfectly resemble stalagmites, stalactites, or other lumps of stone when immobile. Dark mantles cling to cave ceilings until a victim passes beneath them, at which point they drop down directly on top of them, smothering and crushing them, and ropers use a number of tendrils to beat victims and pull them into their gaping maws. 
gargoyles, of course, appear as demonic statues, commonly residing in old ruins or tasked with protecting a wizard's tower or dungeon, and subdue opponents through quick flurries of bites and claws. Horde scarabs are tiny beetles with shiny metallic shells that burrow partially in sand, leaving only a portion of their back exposed. This part of their shell, half buried, greatly resembles a piece of silver or gold currency. But when someone goes to pick it up, the scarab burrows into the victim's flesh and tears them apart from the inside. Bags of devouring resemble a magical bag of holding, but rather than opening up into a small pocket dimension, it opens into a feeding orifice of an extra-dimensional creature. Although it can function as a bag of holding, objects and body parts that enter a bag of devouring have a chance of being, well, devoured. Mimics and similar creatures are somewhat of a cruel joke to be played on intrepid adventurers, a monster that they are highly unlikely to take proper precautions for and are highly likely to be ambushed by. While fortunately, most mimics are not incredibly deadly, and hopefully a victim's companions are close by, things like greater mimics can easily wipe out an entire group if things don't go right. Mimics have remained a popular, albeit annoying, mainstay of tabletop RPGs and video games for decades, and they will likely continue to surprise and frustrate players for decades to come. 